0: I'm a writer, a personal development coach, a yoga teacher, and I'm the author of the book, How to Be a Better Person, on which this podcast is based. In honor of Earth Day, which was yesterday, or Thursday, April 22nd, if you're listening to this later, this week on the podcast is all about practical but powerful ways to take better care of the Earth. Since there is no planet B, and since she is our home, she deserves and requires our respect. Today's big idea is that there is one thing that has a huge potential to enact changes that will protect the earth and help our climate heal. And that is to join forces with an organization that is lobbying the government to adopt climate friendly laws and practices. Before I talk more about that, I just want to say that yes, changing your daily habits is important. Getting your tush used to recycled toilet paper, I promise it is possible springing for organic stuff and renewable energy, reducing your food waste and making and or using compost, growing things that feed you and the pollinators, all the things I talked about in the other episodes of this week's focus on helping the planet, they matter. They are things that if everyone did, it would add up to a huge difference. But it's a bottom-up strategy. I love bottom-up strategies. They give us agency and remind us that we matter. And yet, Top-down tactics—things like legislation and public policy—have the broadest and biggest impact on the health of our client. Take, for example, the fact that just 100 fossil fuel companies are responsible for generating 71% of the world's greenhouse gas emissions. So if the government passes laws that require us to wean off of fossil fuels, and they provide incentives for us to develop and use renewable energy, that is a huge, huge lever to reducing the single biggest driver of climate change. I have seen it happen here in Rhode Island, where I live. We had plans to build a huge new natural gas-fueled power plant. This would have been the biggest power plant in the state. The governor was on board, and it really seemed like a done deal. But several environmental groups organized campaigns to raise awareness of it. They organized a sign campaign, showed up at the state house with signs to testify against the deal. And ultimately, they won. Despite the governor's support, state regulators rejected the deal and there was no new power plant. All that organizing around the power plant? helped drum up support for laws that would require our state to reduce our climate emissions to net zero by the year 2050. Called the Act on Climate, it's a set of science-backed plans to wind down carbon output and ramp up renewables, and it includes things like public input, environmental justice, and accountability all baked into the process. And even in this crazy year when the legislature is really focused on measures to help everyone deal with and recover from the pandemic, the laws passed both sides of the House and the governor signed them into law. I have seen firsthand that when the will of the people is clear and unignorable, changes do get made. Joining in an organization is how you help demonstrate the will of the people to the folks who are in power. And that's when they start listening and writing and voting for the bills that reflect that will, and not just the will of their big-time donors. It also helps alleviate your eco-anxiety because you know that you're doing your part. That is how you sleep well at night. Also, getting involved with an organization is how you add your individual drop of water to a greater river or even an ocean. So, to get involved and make this big impact on the environment, Find an environmental advocacy organization whose values and tactics you believe in and sign up to help. There are so many ways to pitch in. I know you can find something that works for you. If you are homebound, you can do things on social media. If you love talking to people, you can sign up to Canvas. It's not just how you advocate for change. It's how you put your natural talents to use. Volunteering helps you grow those talents and develop new ones. And along the way, you meet people whom you care about the same thing. And along the way, you'll meet people that you care about the same things. It's like you develop an advocacy family. Your tiny assignment is to do a little research on what environmental organizations are active in your area. The Sunrise Movement is a great place to start. It's youth-led, so it has a feisty energy that may or may not appeal to you. Or check out the Sierra Club. They've been around a long time and have a more respectable vibe, I guess. Maybe that feels like a better fit for you. Or do a quick search on environmental organizations and find one that resonates with you. You can donate money to them because money is always helpful. But you can also attend a meeting and see what you can do to get involved that helps them and also fits with your life. You don't have to chain yourself to a tree. You could write postcards or email your lawmakers or post stuff on social media. This is by no means the end of what you can do to help the planet, but it is the end of this episode during this week of episodes dedicated to helping the planet. I really hope this series of little pep talks has gotten you to try a couple of things you weren't previously doing to help the planet out. Come back next week when I am doing a deep dive into meditation and why it's like a shower for your mind and a hug for your psyche. In other words, it's something we all need. and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you.